Welcome to Really Old Movies, I'm your host Harrison Scullin, and today I'll be discussing Abraham Lincoln from 1930 from director D.W. Griffith. Some essential movie details from the film's IMDb page, this is D.W. Griffith's first sound film. Abraham Lincoln 1930 was also the first sound film about the Civil War in which veterans of the war could actually watch. Because actor Walter Houston was much shorter than the real Abraham Lincoln, he wore six-inch elevator shoes throughout most of this film. This is particularly noticeable in long shots with him standing next to other people. Alright, so now I'm getting to my thoughts on the plot. I gave it a 4 out of 5. As it is based on the real life of Abraham Lincoln, it was a bit weird for me to kind of consider this as a plot. But I will say the way that they did execute it was really, really well. I think the drama between Abraham Lincoln and his first love and Rutledge was done really, really well. And I also really like the introduction of Mary Todd. I also love the Civil War scenes and just the development of Abraham Lincoln as a character overall. And this makes the ending of the film even more tragic because we start to like him as a character, even though he's a real person, right? So yeah, that's why I gave it a four out of five. I thought it was pretty good. Okay, in regards to the acting, I gave that a three out of five. I thought it was fine. Not terrible. You know, Walter Houston, I think he's great in Dodsworth and a couple other movies. But this, he kind of felt a bit overdramatic. And I don't think that's necessarily his fault. I think that may be the fault of D.W. Griffith. And just the fact that this is an early, early sound film. So 1930, right? Like the jazz singer just came out in 27, 28. So we're only a few years removed from the silent era. And so it it kind of feels like they were being overdramatic, like in a silent movie. And I'm, especially Abe and Una Merkel, who played Anne Rutledge. It was just a bit too over the top for me. I wasn't a huge fan of it. If it was a silent film, I probably could have forgiven it. But eh, it was just a bit too much for me. All right, in regards to directing, I also gave that a 3 out of 5. That was pretty mid-range for D.W. Griffith. You know, his silent films were epic and huge in scope and scale, especially in Tolerance and the first half of Birth of the Nation. You know, I think even that movie, Birth of the Nation, captures the Civil War a whole lot more cinematically. And, and especially the assassination of Lincoln was really, really tragic in that movie. In this, um, it's only tragic because we know what happens, not because of how it was shot or anything like that. So... Yeah, I thought it was pretty limited, and it's sad to me that he never really got to do another epic film on the scale of his silent films. This one felt just your average film. You couldn't, honestly, if I didn't know this was D.W. Griffith, I probably wouldn't have known. Uh, you know, it just feels like an average movie. It doesn't feel anything like his style at all. So, yeah, that's what I gave it a 3 out of 5. Okay, for cinematography and special effects, I also give that a 3 out of 5. 
like I was saying in directing, it's pretty limited, pretty static, which is not necessarily bad. But again, this is D.W. Griffith. You know, he's known for that epic shot and intolerance and uh, his huge, huge set set pieces in that movie and in Birth of a Nation. So to go from that to this is pretty jarring and and not groundbreaking or anything like that. If it were just a normal, like an average director, I think it would have been fine. But this is, like I said, this is him. You know, this is D.W. Griffith. So, yeah, I, I I couldn't give it higher than a three. It was pretty disappointing. All right, in regards to the music, I gave that a four out of five. You know, I'm always a sucker for, you know, uh, Battle Hymn of the Republic and other patriotic music. So I'll always get a high score for me. Um, only reason why it's not a five is I wish we used more of it. It's honestly, it could have been a silent film easily. I don't think it really needed any of the dialogue. Um, I think it would have been better as a silent film. And they just had like a score in the background. So yeah, it was pretty disappointing in that. Well, it wasn't disappointing because like I said, I really liked it, but I wish there was more of it. All right, so tallying that all up, that brings my letterbox score to a 3.4 out of 5, which I'll be rounding to a 3 out of 5. So would I recommend this movie? To be honest, no. While some of the things are interesting about it, I think other films about Abraham Lincoln and the Civil War are much, much better. You know, like Gettysburg and um, Lincoln and whatnot. Now, that's not a completely fair comparison. So hopefully when I review Young Abraham Lincoln... And or is it young Mr. Lincoln? I can't remember the the name of it, but it's a it's starring Henry Fonda and it's a John Ford film. So hopefully that one's better than also how the West is one for a Civil War movie. Hopefully that one's better, too. I haven't seen too many Civil War movies from the classic Hollywood era. So this is this is the first, I think, the Abraham Lincoln. But anyways, no, I would not recommend it. Um, It was just pretty disappointing. All right, well, those are my thoughts on Abraham Lincoln from 1930. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. Make sure to follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Really Old Movies, where I discuss details about the week's particular film. New podcast episodes are released Saturdays at 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube. All right, thank you so much. This has been Really Old Movies. I'm your host, Harrison Skull, and take care. (laughs) 